0: Yo, yo, this is the voice of Frylock. Carrie Means coming at you, and you're listening to Canned Air, bitches.
1: everyone and welcome to another episode of Canned your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Collie. I'm Jack Doherty. And returning to the show for his third time, almost to that free sub mark, right. uh, to promote uh, season three of his show Comics Watching Comics, we welcome back comedian Kevin Goatee. Kevin, thanks so much for being here.
0: Thanks, guys. Season 3, Jesus That's Christ, I did I get say. the time capsule? and go or time machine? Go back to the did I
1: say 3? Yeah. I'm looking 000, at the number like, 7 what? right <laughs> here, and I say 3. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, no,
0: we are on season 7. Actually, uh, and this is, I don't know what's going on, season 8 should be out by now. I have no idea why it's not second forever. I sent it <laughs> in a month ago. But uh, season 7 of Ali yeah. Comics Watching Comics is yeah. now on Amazon Prime, so...
1: And let that just be a testament to how freaking tired I am at this moment, because, Jack, look at that. That is a huge seven I have written down in my notes, yeah, and but I still third said...
2: appearance on the show, though. That's where you were stuck on, I think.
1: Oh. oh no. See? Not- decoded <laughs> it. Decoded it. There we are. Well, first, in our retro roundtable, we're going to be talking about uh, just the future as depicted by pop culture, whether it be movies, television... Comics, whatever it might be, I think this will be fun. I think well, the first time we had uh, Kevin on, we talked exclusively about Back to the Future. So this will, I guess, oh, that's right. We did, yeah, yeah. This will be a much broader uh, scale. Then in the uh, comic vault, Jack, what do you got? Battle Pug and a little bit of news with that one. For why it's coming back? You've, have you mentioned that before? We did, feel... and Jake had talked about it. Okay, way back, but there's a little bit more news okay on that one. I have uh, Cyborg Rebirth number one. A few of the things we'll be talking about there, and then we're going to turn our attention over to Kevin and uh, talk about season seven of Comics Watching Comics. But before we do that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Cand underscore air, and, of course, on Facebook. Uh, What else am I forgetting? Our other show, What If? Uh, Go to whatifpod.com. You can check it out there. Uh, We're on All the podcast players that be, just search What If Series... And we're the one with the yellow text and the blue space-looking background there. Jack, what do you got? Wizard World Comic Con's coming around to a town near you, but we want to send you to
2: the one coming up in St. Louis, Missouri at the beginning of April. And if you go to our website, you can fill out a form to win two priority platinum passes, three-day passes to Wizard World St. Louis. And we'll be drawing the winner on... March 28th, so you can be listening to the show, episode 288, I think it'll be.
1: Yeah, we're going to be announcing that exclusively on the show. We've, in the past, we've been doing it just, what, uh, on a live stream drawing. Yeah, we figured we ought to use this penetration we're getting for the contest to benefit <laughs> the show, rather than just run it alongside the show. I
0: have a question. Yeah, shoot. Wizard World, is it just a collection of dudes that have smelly, unwashed, unkempt beards?
1: There are. I mean, they're definitely there. They're definitely there. Yeah. But it's so much more, Kevin. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Such as a, a big. A, let, me, let me guess. A big landing strip. Or a big landing area for uh, pussy hounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing there's definitely good cosplay there's definitely a lot of skin <laughs> on the floor there's that's for yeah, sure theres yeah. yeah yeah especially if it's in the the hot months then <laughs> actually that doesn't even matter because <laughs> oh it does a even lot of matter. skin in the cold months too. it doesn't matter, does it but yeah I mean there's there's all there's all walks of life at these conventions we find. And all many different germs to attract too. Oh yeah, oh yeah Purell is uh, staying afloat due to the Comic-Con industry, yeah, I would OD say. OD
2: on Airborne and keep your Purell close to you.
0: <laughs> are we, you we, saying wizards don't use a cleaning spell on each other?
1: <laughs> and again, must not we not have learned it. <laughs> we are promoting these people too. I know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm an
0: outsider just asking, that's all.
1: Uh, go to the convention, get sick. Hey, why not? Everyone knows. not con people. Concrud. It has yeah, a name. Yeah, yeah, it has it a does. name. Alright, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. And away we go! do <laughs> <laughs> back.
0: Shut up!
1: All right, Shut the future up! is depicted by pop culture. Where do we begin?
2: I could think of no good future in anything out of pop culture, pretty much. It's
1: always some kind of <laughs> apocalyptic, we're dying, being Well, then that's a future. Yeah, That's a future, yeah. for sure. And it's funny you say that, because the first one that kind of came to mind, surprisingly, which now isn't the future, but at the time was. The the horrible John Cusack film 2012. Do you guys remember that? Vaguely remember that.
0: Didn't see it, remember it though. Uh, oh. How bad was it?
1: It was so bad. No. I don't know if I have. I think maybe I've seen some of it. Like when the what was it? Like everyone was saying, like Nostradamus predicts to, uh, 2012 will be the end of the world, and so that's the, when they
2: all got in the arcs at the end to go. Yeah. swimming.
1: yeah, that's right. But okay. then one scene, like he and his family, like wasn't he like a limo driver, and he had his family yeah. in a limo, like jumping all these like uh, like big chunks of street that were coming apart. And yeah. It was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> It was just John Cusack hasn't
0: had a hit film without looking at his IMDb. I mean, Jesus Christ. What is it? Con Air, maybe? I was just going to say, Con Air. Was he in Con- I can't he think was. of that. I have to look, right? Jesus. Uh, I was thinking one I, crazy but I just summer. I can't think of course. anything worth the shit that he's done. I watched something called it The Bagman, something like that, with uh, him and De Niro mailing it in yet again. Uh, that was probably 10, 12 years old. But, no, yeah, no, no, no. Cusack just mailing it in and not doing anything good at all.
2: Good old Godzilla 2000, what was it? Was he in that? Wasn't he that
1: that was, Broderick. That, was oh, that was Broderick. that was Broderick. Right. No, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. Uh, High Fidelity. That with uh, Jack Black was in that, I think. But that, yeah, that, that's that came... a cult movie.
0: That was terrible, too.
1: You didn't like that film? I enjoyed that one.
0: No.
1: What else was I, 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 I am
0: a... I, I despise Jack Black. He just annoys the fuck out of me. I mean, I mean, it was uh, King Kong.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's fine in that.
0: All right. If you want, I, I have uh, uh, Cusack's uh, filmography pulled up. If you guys give a shit. Yeah, sure. go ahead. Okay, there's one film called Never Grow Old. It says completed, 2019. Okay, it's not out yet, I guess. River Runs Red. Never heard of it. No, Distorted. Nope. Never heard of it. Nope. Singularity. Never heard of it. Nope. Blood Money. Never heard of it. Arsenal, never heard of it. Cell, never heard of it. Chirac, okay, that was a spike leaf on the bombs, okay. Hot Tub Time Machine 2, uncredited uh, spot, okay. Dragon Blade, never heard of it. Wall Street TV movie, never heard of it. Reclaim, never heard of it. Love and Mercy, never heard of it. The Prince, never heard of it. Drive Hard, never heard of it. Maps to the Stars, never heard of it. The Bagman, the one I just told you about, bad doll and M TV series, never heard of it. Adult World, never heard of it. Grand Piano, never heard of it. Here we go, Lee Daniels, The Butler 2013. That is the last thing of any substantiality.
1: I don't even remember cat. that. Hmm.
0: I uh, last the, thing butler? I never... the Butler was like the one of the, the, the awards, but with Forrest Whitaker, he's a butler in the White House.
1: No, I don't yeah. recall that film.
0: Yeah, that's a, it was a big one. Frozen Ground, nope. Number Station, nope. We Are Not Animals, nope. The Factory, nope. The Paperboy, nope. The Raven. Uh, is that the one where they say Elgar Allen? No, it's a Shakespeare. Never mind, never mind. Sh- Shanghai, nope. Hot Tub Time Machine. And that's the last thing
1: I remember him in. Yeah, that's probably about the same yeah. one as me, too.
0: And then uh, War Incorporated, Summerhood, Martian Child. Nope, 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 1408, I didn't see that was bad. Uh, that was a horror I mean,
2: one wasn't that 1408
0: or something like that yeah, yeah no, I, mean,
2: I remember the previews for that one
0: then you have one two three four. must love dogs Jesus runaway jury alright that was good I, I, was, I was fine with that that's 2003 so and then the <laughs> butler I mean he had what, he, what was he Nixon I think in that role he was yeah 2013 alright so it's been six years in wow. theory since he's done anything worth a shit
2: Wow. He just did some kind of QA and A at the theater out here a couple months, or a couple weeks ago, I think. Was he? Yeah, he was at uh, <laughs> John. World what too. the fuck you
0: been doing for the last? <laughs> <I'm>
2: serious. <laughs> Why don't you make good movies anymore?
0: <laughs> Paycheck. Next question.
1: Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's a bad actor. You just don't he's see not. In hmm. great films or or at all, really. Yeah. Anyway, wh- where do we go from here? Other films depicting the future. What about you, Kevin?
0: Uh, good one or good or bad, whatever you got. I love Demolition Man. God damn it, uh, Demolition f- Man underrated as fuck.
1: Well, that was uh, Wesley Snipes, right?
0: And Stallone. Don't forget Sly for God's sake. So that's Holy not the shit. one with the shells
1: in the bathroom, was it?
0: The three seashells. You know what's up?
1: Okay, that was it then. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know if I've seen this one. If I have, it's been a long fucking it, time it ago. Demolition Man. He yeah.
0: goes back and you know, the you know they they. Uh, Stallone's a cop, they free uh, they free they uh, freeze up uh, Wesley Snipes because they catch him, he's a shitty, you know, he's a criminal, and then Stallone gets frozen because he's a bad cop, he's, you know, loves to, you know, spray bullets, and apparently he killed a bunch of people trying to get Wesley Snipes, they both freeze him up and trying to rehab them, and then uh, Wesley Snipes gets unthawed and escapes into the future where everything is peaceful or there's not any crime, so they also unfreeze Stallone to go chase him down in their perfect utopia society, but it's not as uh, utopia as people think it is. No spoiler alerts, even though the film is 26 years old. Yeah. Goddamn film.
2: <laughs> Anytime you swear, there like it would be an automated computer that would deduct your. Credits yeah, you can find
0: one credit. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Stallone just gets pissed and starts swearing all over the place, and you just hear one credit, one credit, one credit. Yeah. Yeah. That all was pretty. That was good. Food.
0: Definitely probably that and Total Recall, I guess, would be my couple uh, right off the bat, two of my favorite uh, futuristic films.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely had Total Recall uh, on my list there. Now, would you say Demolition Man is the, one of those films that I could watch now and enjoy, or is it like I had to have watched it when I was younger?
0: No, no, you could still watch it now. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. It actually. There's a lot of thing. Uh, they, they called a lot of shots, like the president, the Schwarzenegger presidential library. It's like you know that happened in the future. And a lot of other things that they, you know they 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 forecast kind of happen. You know, it's pretty funny. So it's uh, yeah, absolutely. You can watch it now and enjoy the shit out of it, uh, and even see Rob Schneider with hair as well.
2: <laughs> is Rob Schneider that? That was dead. Judge. No, he's right. in
0: it. So is Dennis Leary. They, you know, they both are. Uh, Sandra Bullock, a young Sandra Bullock.
2: Yeah, when she was still but cute. Like, was she looks
0: still, She still looks fucking fantastic. I know she's in her what, mid-50s now God damn she is
1: a- <laughs> I've always had a crush on Sandra Bullock But like a few of the last times That they've done close-ups on her face I don't know there's something about when these Hollywood uh, These actresses get these lip injections Their lips start looking like Like Donald Duck Bills to yep. me And she kind of yeah, starts looking a, that yeah,
0: way Yeah I hear you I don't, But she's still I think otherwise the body's in shape and you know oh, Absolutely Happy I get but you know it's not like she's you know, fucking Charo or, you know, (laughs) I know. Or Nikki Cox. Have
1: you seen her lately? She is hit now. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Like I saw a picture of her the other day and could not believe what I was seeing. It doesn't even look like
0: the same girl anymore.
1: No, no. No. Mm -hmm. I thought Courtney Cox was bad, but Jesus Christ.
0: Courtney Cox, another one. She's, she got a lot, but she still looks good. You know, again, give credit where credit is due. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Quite a
2: fan. Jack, what about you? Terminator. First that's that's the mm. first place I go to is Terminator mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah. T2 better
0: than T2 though, I think better
1: off though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Did, yeah, you, uh, one. did you
1: did mm. you watch Genesis at all? What'd you think of Genesis, Kevin? I've
0: seen them all and I hated that. The first half of Genesis was I'm like, okay, I'm with this and then they pivot with fucking Connor as the terminator. I go, nah. Yeah. I have no so idea. Now agree. It's- Terminator with Linda Hamilton and Schwarzenegger, fucking mind blown. Like, nah, it was cool the first time. I don't but I'm, again, I'm sure I'll get suckered right the fuck back into it. Because oh, anything yeah. Schwarzenegger Terminator stuff, you got my money. God damn it!
1: They had to start a whole new timeline to keep. Aren't they bringing Linda back in the new one? They're coming. To yeah, they right said now? that. Yeah.
0: Maybe they could really? find Eddie Furlong out of jail or out of a uh, alley, treating <laughs> yeah. up heroin, and get him for the second Ducks
1: uh, reboot sequel. I don't know if there's any hope for that one. <laughs> They'll recast that. Yeah. I mean, they. Uh, who was the guy in the third film that played him? I don't know. I didn't like him
0: though. No. Oh like yeah. Uh, he was in Sin City. I forgot his fucking name. By the way, another fantastic film. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I know we have a computer right in front of us. We're just being lazy, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the
1: the benefit with that is there's absolutely no continuity. There are no two mm-hmm. movies that have the same John Connor, so you can no. really throw anybody in there and have it work. You know? pretty much, yeah, yeah. But good pick, though. I'm, I'm excited for the next one. I hope I hope the franchise gets better. Maybe the sequel to Genesis will uh, be like the uh, sequel to the first one. I course. still
2: gotta see what's his name with Christian Bale, the one that one too. I haven't seen a Salvation. Is yeah,
0: fun. it's uh. I mean, again, any time you go from an R-rated film series to a PG-13 sequel is a major kiss of death. Yeah. Major. Yeah.
1: And the formula changed completely. It went from, you know, the chase of this unstoppable monster to like a an apocalyptic war, war film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The whole yeah, the form first one was kind of scary, almost. Yeah, and then- I I didn't dislike Salvation. I had a good time with it. It was a fun film, but uh, yeah, definitely different feel. I understand why people didn't like it. Big CG fest. I like the, the CGI uh, young Arnold's uh, at the end. That was pretty neat. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, that
0: was totally cool. I was like, holy shit. I, I, I love that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, what else we got? How about, uh, not that I'm the biggest fan, but Star Trek. I mean, I love that's a good look into the future. I mean, our own future, I'd say, once the technology is there, that we're definitely going to be doing that, exploring the stars, the, you know.
2: Yeah, hopefully it actually goes that way. That'd be nice. Versus the... Terminator route, where everyone gets (laughs) killed by machines,
0: apocalypse and all that shit. Yeah, Yeah. although the one thing with Star Trek, I'm afraid of is having a bunch of people with boring personalities. Yeah, Yeah. just (laughs) a series. What a bunch of bunch of dry saps all all over the place. I love when people try and compare. And say Star Trek films are better than Star Wars. I, uh, I I have a maniacal laugh when I hear that fucking argument. Trying. Yeah. You can't it compare
2: the two. They're no. two completely different things. My wife and I it do it constantly. She's just like, it's so much better because it's so much. I can't, I can't even think what she said. But Star
0: Wars better than Star? She's saying Star Trek is better? Yes. Time mm. for a divorce. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's not the one.
2: I like space wizards. I don't like <laughs> living in space with Maybe a bunch she's of big-eared aliens. Yeah, really.
0: I mean, Cranky Bone, Sky. Guy, those guys have the fucking charisma of a uh, of Christmas, you know, Christmas paper, you know, wrapping <laughs> paper. They're ring. <laughs> At least the reboots have got some life to it. I think the the reboots are pretty good. I think well, the third one sucked. The first two, were, I thought were good. the first one was great. The second one was pretty good. Third garbage But yeah At least they have Personality All these other guys Are so wooden Yeah You know it's, it's Ugh Gross You
1: know So Whatever No I get it I totally get it I um I like Star Trek But in it's own right Yeah I, I The people who do Compare it to Star Wars I don't understand How you can Just because no. There's space Yeah the There's spaceships And
2: aliens It's not One's in a thing. galaxy Far far away And the other's In our galaxy Right yeah.
1: I mean for the most one's part One's a long time ago One's in the future So it's totally different There you go, there you go Even more reason Oh, what else we have? Well, you guys remember the film uh, (laughs) A Ryan Johnson film uh, Looper No, I haven't
0: seen it Yes, of course That was a good Uh, one Joseph gordon Lovett Bruce Willis
1: Yeah, that was a good film You should watch that With those two, yeah Almost seen it Yeah, it's good His uh, Joseph Gordon-Lovitz The way they made him look like a young Bruce Willis Was almost creepy Like, he pulled it off damn well damn well. I can see he's a good
2: actor, I think. He can pull it off. Oh a lot. yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean it wasn't just the just his acting. I mean they they I don't know if it was CG or af- actual like facial like prosthetics they used, but they did something to him. He really looks damn good. I mean if there was a young Bruce Willis, that that's what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bruce, Bruce Willis movies, what about
2: surrogates? Oh shit, so yeah. That, that was really good. It's such a weird future for that one to have. Surrogate bodies where everyone's just sitting in bed
1: Wired Or in. another
0: futuristic Bruce Willis one Fifth Element which I think is insanely overrated Never got into it
1: <sighs> I'm, I'm glad you kind <laughs> of said that I mean not that I uh, I've tried watching it once a long time ago And couldn't get into it and ever since I have been greeted with like Parade uh, like you don't like this film And it's, uh,
0: maybe I just It's one of those films that the art ner- art House nerds say you have To like but there is no Rhymeries. Oh it's Luc Besson Who fucking cares The professional wasn't It was okay He's not like A, a, a Scorsese Or a Spielberg Or a, you know Lucas earlier stuff uh, Frank Darabon There's other guys Who've done a lot of great shit Like come off of it Luc Besson is not You know Give me five Great Luc Passan films Go ahead I'll wait
1: <laughs> You're gonna be Waiting a long yeah. time Exactly <laughs>
0: You know, it's when I was overrated as fuck. Like, also, like, with Lebowski, get the fuck out of here. That was terrible. But oh, again, I enjoyed like, that I film. Just I enjoyed that it. one. So I seem like I'm up on my, you know, my cinema snobby niche. Like, nope, not good. Next. I think
2: maybe it's the main character that what, is the attraction to that. Like, with Lebowski and the fifth exactly element.
0: Exactly. You the nail on the fucking head. Mm-hmm. It's the character. It ain't the film. It yeah,
2: because... Just, just, I, I've had people watch Big Lebowski, and they're like, oh, my God, when's this going to end? And I just enjoy seeing the dude. The dude, yeah. yeah being yeah. the dude, yeah.
1: I get He's it.
0: okay. I mean, there are 85,000 more fun, interesting characters than the dude. Let's, let's not forget Kurt Russell's Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. He doesn't get the credit he deserves, goddammit.
1: No, he doesn't. <laughs> that, I love that movie, too. Who doesn't? Yeah. What else we got, guys? Other futuristic movies. What else you got? The Running Man.
0: Oh yeah, love that.
1: That's one I've never seen. I need to see that. What? So it
0: mm-hmm.
1: throws me off that that was a uh, Stephen King. King novel. Yeah, he wrote that. Oh no shit! I didn't mm-hmm. know that. He wrote it. Didn't he, he write it under he a different name? Wrote, uh, he
0: also wrote Shawshank. Short another short story that he did.
1: That I didn't know, but I wasn't aware of the one. Uh, running Man. I said the Wanting Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. That was just a
2: being a game show where you could watch people getting murdered. What? Well, that was you're, the... you're not setting
0: it up right. It's where prisoners, prisoners. fight for the yeah. right to to get out of jail, and you know, but they're hunted down by what, kind of gladiators. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they escape, they get their freedom, but it's uh, we find out that it's rigged in a fantastic Richard Dawson playing the game show host mm-hmm. fucking kills it. So, Did... big fan of the Running Man, can't agree more.
1: Didn't they uh, try to kind of redo that whole? Trope with uh, what was that movie called? Like Death Race, it was a bunch of inmates who were pitted against each yeah, other, yeah, hmm.
0: definitely. What? Free Jack, another futuristic film, not that good though. I vaguely remember that mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, bill Estevez, Mick Jagger was the fucking, uh, villain. Oh, from, that's uh, right, what? yeah, Renee Rousseau in it, yeah. I watched that in the
2: theater, and that was it. That's all I remember of that movie.
0: Oh, here you shit. go. Well, how are you forgetting? I dare say, uh, the best one of the best ever, The Matrix.
1: I didn't... Is that in the future? Well, yeah, yeah it does take it place in the future. I didn't realize. The Matrix.
2: I didn't realize that. Yeah, machine... The, pretty much the machines
1: took over, yeah. basically. The whole oh, you mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the big, like, Octa squid kind of yeah, like yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a damn good film. The first one was, anyway... Yeah, out the second out two, there not so much. One. I
0: just kind of rewatched them. They uh, dropped
1: hard. Like, mm. the second one, like, I was at the theater to see, and I was really kind of let down, and the third one was just dog shit.
2: Well, the second one had the two twins that was kind of the and, big you draw know, on
1: that one. The,
0: every, the third one was better than the second one, though. I got to say that. It, not by much, but the, the second one was so fucking boring. Third one was good. Was was at least solid. At least they had a climactic battle scene, and you know, I I liked it a lot better. But I, I will say this, and this is going to probably be a very unpopular opinion with you boys. Here's two. Well, it kind of is one and one. Uh, I can't believe. I just can't see it. I mean, but I, they bore me. They're good films. I know. I acknowledge that they're made well. But I just cannot wrap my fucking hands around Blade Runner. Or even the sequel. I turned the sequel off, the 2049. But the original Blade Runner, I know, is well-loved, revered. It's on everyone's yeah. top 20 list. I just can't get it into it. I that
2: just was can't. long as hell. I think I started nodding off a couple times because I just couldn't get into what was going on, pretty much. And I've never been a huge Rutger Hour fan, either.
1: I've never seen that one, either. But I've been told that, that you have to really... <laughs> be dedicated to the watch yeah. You know what I yeah. mean Yep. There's a lot going on And if you uh, lose interest you might miss something mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess that's any film for the <laughs> most part but, Yeah you know, but, It,
0: and then it that, drags I mean what, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy I saw that eh.
2: nah. I had fun when I saw that And then watching it It's a long watch again after Because you're just waiting for the, the good parts pretty much And then mm-hmm. it's over And then you're waiting for the next fun part That uh, Yeah it gets kind of boring Yeah
0: Book of Eli, another futuristic but apocalyptic film. It's Ooh, fun. that was
1: damn good film. I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I dug it.
0: I was, I'm, I was down with
1: that. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, I saw uh, it was Denzel, right? Denzel Washington, yes. correct. And Tom Waits uh, made an appearance in that film too.
0: Yeah, I can't remember if I've seen that. Well, oh, here, oh, here, Jesus! A minority Report, love it.
2: It's oh. been a long time since that one too. I, I know. I remember what it was about, but and it was cool i think i'd have to i think I was too high when i watched it to really grasp it at all <laughs> avatar oh
1: yeah i wasn't big on avatar i'd rather watch dances with wolves i think <laughs> <Pocahontas. Yeah. laughs> here's a question i posed to you I, I know kevin you're probably not uh, the biggest comic reader but um you know Spider-Man 2099, the Spider-Man of the future that exists in the comic reality we know, what do you think is going to happen when we actually hit 2099? Because I think Spider-Man will still be relevant enough in the universe. You think they're just going to primarily switch over to 2099 Spider-Man? I don't think I so. don't think
2: so. <laughs> I don't even think he's really that popular. He's just a bit character, pretty much. No, but Shows to
1: keep with the continuity of all their uh, timelines and storylines and everything, I wonder if he would become nah. more prominent. Probably not. No. Probably
2: not. He'd probably. Oh, that's right. There was a twenty ninety nine Spider Man. <laughs> Why do we call him twenty ninety nine? It's twenty ninety nine. He'd mm-hmm. yeah. just be Spider Man now.
0: Yeah. Was that one of those ones from the uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse film? He
2: shows up at the end of that movie, just does he? For like two seconds, yeah. It's almost actually, it's the end credit scene that it's. It was stupid. We <laughs> and
0: I and I fucking and I like a dumbass. I walked out. I go, oh shit! I forgot about the end credit scene. But
2: no, it wasn't worth staying to watch. I watched it and I was just like, my wife was like, "What the hell was that about?" Because it would, it, it it cuts back to like the old 70s style Spider Man. Animation mm. and it's dubbed over weird where it's regular Spider-Man and twenty ninety nine Spider-Man pointing at each other, and then it cuts into newer animation, and then it, that was about it that I can remember. Well, it it was, sounds like
1: didn't make sense. They were kind of doing like what the uh, what the comic did, like the original uh, in the Spider Verse. If you remember uh, when they were pulling all the different Spider-Man from different realities. Every reality came. Like the Spider-Man from the Fox Kids show was there The yeah. Spider-Man from the 1970s uh, live action show was there Like every incarnation of Spider-Man was pulled from their universe to be there So it could have been something like that, you know they have seen open. that old animation, you know, having the 60s uh, Spider-Man. No, but it was 2099 Spider-Man in the
2: 60s animation. Oh, I see what you're so saying. It, and it was all dubbed over, like someone took old footage and dubbed over lines. It didn't make any sense, I don't They're know. They're fucking with you, Jack. Pretty much. They're fucking with you. I'm like, well, I'm glad I waited five minutes of credits to see this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might have all been right. longer that. But. All right, we have any other uh, movies before we move on to mention? Lord of the Rings keeps popping in my head, but that's so that not is even the fucking <laughs> close to the premise. <laughs> I have no idea what even close. Not even close. So with that, let's just swing open the door to the comic vault here and talk about just these few books that uh, Jack and I have. Uh, Kevin, I know you, I, you're not again a comic reader, but if there's anything you'd like to talk about during this segment, you're more than welcome to. We'll do. Jack, do you want to kick us off?
2: Go ahead, because I gotta find my
1: notes right here. Oh, I know. I have uh, what I have this week is Cyborg Number One Rebirth. Now, I'm not a DC guy at all, really. I mean, I like Batman and uh, his in his world, but outside that, I, I really don't venture too much into DC. But uh, I've been wanting to get the writer of this of uh, this comic on the show, John Semper Jr., who was the man who brought. Uh, actually we just mentioned the Fox uh, Spider-Man cartoon he was the writer and the producer of that show And uh, is now writing uh, for Cyborg. So I wanted to see what it was like. And it was a fun read for, uh, you know, for a number one. I never expect too much out of a number one. You're just pretty much getting an introduction for the most part. And a big cliffhanger. Exactly. And you get all that here. But uh, he's fighting this creature named Mayhem who's trying to get into Star Labs to gain all this technology. And I'm not going to go too in-depth on the origin of Cyborg because uh, that's what this book tells. And I think pretty much everyone already knows that. Is that is it common knowledge, Jack, for the most part, his origin? Or no? Like, he was in a horrible explosion yeah, accident. accident and- his dad used this alien technology to yeah. rebuild him into this half-man, half-machine uh, Yeah, thing anyone that saw the Justice League movie, it's basically pretty, yeah, much, pretty it. much Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, pretty much that. And he's just constantly advancing and becoming more... Uh, Ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Advanced, I guess. (laughs) Advancing to become more advanced. But, (laughs) you know, while he's telling his origin story and, you know, showing uh, his mother dying and him and his father's relationship, yada, yada. You see um, him also defeat this mayhem character. And you start to see him at the end. This is what really pulled me into it. You see him sitting on the side of a building, uh, wandering you know what am I Should I, am, I, am I an abomination Should I even be here Do I have a soul If I do have a soul Is it what happens to it when I die Like he's questioning his mortality mm-hmm. Like for a whole spread here and what he is and what he's uh, classified as. And that in itself really kind of drew me into the character a little bit. You know, I've never looked at Cyborg more than anything as just like that robot guy that hangs out with Batman, you know? That are part of the Teen Titans. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I've ever even seen that. But, um, you know, this really, this one issue gave some depth to the character that has me a little intrigued. Like, how, how what does he determine about himself? How, do, how does he grasp those kind of feelings? But anyway... Cyborg Rebirth, number one. Nice. Jack, what do you got? So a few months back, I had a comic
2: called Battle Pug that it had finished a few years, I think 2016. See, so it all started back in this tribe. It was kind of Inuit-type Inuit village where there's a little kid that loved life. His village was decimated by a giant baby harp seal, <laughs> which it was a giant, like, 10-story tall okay. baby harp seal. And these elves found the little kid ended up being like Christmas-type elves. They brought him to the north, the king of the north, which was Santa Claus, and he put the kid into slavery to serve him until he got older, and then the seal came and started attacking the North Pole, and Santa Claus went and had the kid, which is, of course, grown now, go and fight him, and if he defeated him and saved him, he would be able to go free. The, the warrior that's all grown up now kills the seal, comes back, Gets his freedom from Santa, kills Santa, goes on his Ooh. own adventure, meets this giant pug, and they have a whole adventure. That's about where I quit. I haven't finished reading it anymore. Anyway, it ended a couple years ago. It's getting picked up by Image Comics. Really? So he's going to start writing it again, and he released on his website, which is
1: battlepug.com. Were these actual, like, pugs? Like, pug dogs? Like, little pugs? Yep, big giant. Okay, young, yeah, battle yeah, yeah. cat
2: type size Pugs but there's a couple of Different stories that he has from other Artists that wrote You know different stories he was gonna mm-hmm. Put him in with the main story but he Kind of set them aside but he brought him back As something to read until image comes back Or releases them. But he's not sure when it's going to happen.
1: Wow. Well, you know how images is—they're typically pretty slow with their releases. And about the time you get an issue one from a creator, it's like another what, two to three months, sometimes <laughs> yeah. before you get issue two, and you're like, "What? What was that all about again?" But
2: you can catch up on it. It's battlepug.com. The artist is, or the writer artist is Mike Norton at Battlepug on Twitter. And one of the stories that's on the website is written and drawn by Tim Jim Terry at Jim Terry Art. And inks by Dylan Teague at Dylan Teague on Twitter. There it but is. Check it out. It was a really good story.
1: And it's, it's funny. The image. Yeah. image is picking it up. That speaks uh, to its
2: merit. Not long after he teams up with the Battle Pug, they run into a bunch of gophers that turn into one giant gopher. <laughs> kind of like, it more, like a horde gopher. Voltron <laughs> it's gopher. Insane.
1: All right. It sounds insane. That's for sure. It is.
2: It's a good time, though.
1: All right. Very good. Very good. And with that, let's turn our attention over to Kevin and get to talking about season 7. I got it right that time. Hey. Of comics watching comics. Kevin, thanks again for being here with us today, man.
0: My pleasure, guys. Always a uh, always a good time chatting up and learning about comic books that I'll never read. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, why read them when you learn about them here right here? <laughs>
0: but yeah. but here are my uh, quick notes for- My Cliffs Notes version of this stuff. There we go.
1: (laughs) So tell the uh, new listeners that haven't heard these past episodes a little bit about uh, comics watching comics.
0: My pleasure. Comics watching comics is a hybrid of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Last Comic Standing. We taped a bunch of intermediate comics, take the footage to my house where myself and other uh, more, not myself, and other panelists who are more tenured, more successful than I am. We all sit down, watch the show, create, uh, create, critique, praise, offer advice, and if they're terrible, shit on them. We pick a uh, we pick a winner at the end of every season. The home audience plays along, and they vote on Twitter at Comics Watching for their favorite panelists that they want to see come to the uh, to the All Star um, uh, season, which actually is season seven. Season seven's panelists are Gina Visconti, Sean Lynch, and Richie Redding. Uh, by, voted on by the fans that they wanted to see come back. Uh, Richie season three, Lynch season four, Gino season five. So the audience gets to play along too in this, uh, in this little endeavor. And like I said, the winner gets a spot at a showcase. We, we did a Gotham Comedy Club a year, a year ago November. And that's also on Amazon Video. You can give that a look and check that out as well. But season eight should be coming out. Really cool battle. We've got a uh, new master panelist, Eddie Brill, who booked Letterman for years and has been around the circuit for God knows how long. Wow. Then we have uh, Mike Bichetti on Artie Lang show, uh, Liz Mealy, and Shuli Agar from the Howard Stern show himself. So you're a Stern fan, and Bichetti was also done some Stern stuff too, but uh, Shuli's on it every single day, so uh, really cool to get those that panel on the couch and- a lot of laughs are had, I shall say that, for Season 8, which, again, should be out any day. Uh, I don't know what the hell is taking so long, but we'll be out uh, very soon. But for now, Seasons 1 through 7 all available on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, it is free.
1: And you really obliterated every question <laughs> I had for you with everything you just said. With one breath, you really did. <laughs> Uh, I'm very curious. The uh, the panelists you're saying, you know, season seven is the uh, the the finalist panel, correct?
0: Yeah, it's it's the fan yeah. favorite panel, the one that fan on, the fans voted on, right?
1: Awesome. So starting with season eight, are you going to like start the whole sequence over and like uh, acquiring a whole new uh, set of panelists that you're going to like? What season fourteen? Yes, yeah. the-
0: well, Here's a little another little inside tip. I'm uh, we're about ready to begin pitching this to networks, and looking forward to doing that. I think we think I know I've got a winner on my hands. Just got to find someone to say yes and give me a check to do it. Um, the way it's going to work for the TV version, uh, if when it gets picked up, we're going to have rotating panels. So every every episode will be a new panel, uh, unless the network says nope. We want the same three people for continuity purposes. And I'll say yes, sir. No, yes, ma'am. Whatever you want. Being that checks coming into my pocket, I get to quit corporate America. Whatever you want. <laughs> sure. But we're gonna have a rotating panel. Uh, panel, yeah, a rotating panel of panelists, and uh, and also uh, a rotating master panelist as well, possibly. So options are in the air. We'll see what what goes. So yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna try and get some really big names. Where we we go to see the list of names that I've put out there in the wish list. It's. We get those It's because we've got a hell of a budget. How about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, some of the names you're, you were uh, dropping there, those are much bigger names than I feel like you had in the past. So, I mean, you're definitely on the rise there. And I saw on your social media, had some pictures with uh, Kevin Nealon and Norm MacDonald. Hey, hey, let's get those yeah, guys on there. I, I ran to, yeah, that would
0: be funny, too. I rented to them, in the. <laughs> they were on my flight a month ago from uh Cayman Islands to uh, Lauderdale, uh, they were, uh, were down at a festival that was going on in the Cayman Islands. I didn't go to it because it was like 450 bucks for a, t- a ticket per day. But they did comedy there, and they are on my flight, and it was cracking up because I got my headphones on, watching a movie in the background. And, like, eh, 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 and I turn around and go, oh, my fucking God, Norm MacDonald's behind me. And uh, you go, hey, Kev, look at this. They're watching Back to the Future 2 of all things. And he's like, hey, Kev, remember Vax Machines? We had those on SNL. Oh, my God, (laughs) they sent Judge back and forth. And I look to my left, and Kevin Nealon's standing in the aisle. I go, are you fucking kidding me? So, of course, I now have to craft the perfect you know, opening line to those guys when they get off the plane, goes. those are two guys you have to say what's up to. Yeah. Kevin, you know, Kevin, normally just tell you, you guys are my two favorite SNL weekend update anchors of all time. Uh, And Norma said, you're, you're especially, you're special to me because you're the reason I created my show on Amazon. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Oh, it's on, it's on Amazon. It's called Comics Watching Comics. Like, Comics Watching Comics. Yeah, really. Hey, Kevin, listen to this. He's a big fan of ours. So we talked for a little bit, took a picture, and Kevin was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in the city in a few weeks. And, you know, uh, where do you play in the city, comedy wise? Like, yeah, well, I'm here, here, here. And he's like, oh, cool. And Shook hands, took a picture, and they were, uh, they could be nicer.
1: That's nice. freaking awesome! Yeah, if of anybody to meet off SNL, those would be those the two, two people yeah. I picked, and Easy. then to see them
0: together, <laughs> yeah, man. And, and that's when I loved SNL. And Now I think it's it sucks. Agree. Uh, I have i watched maybe a couple episodes. Honestly, the God, the last 15, 20 years, uh, but Norman Neilan doing the news and the, the you know early mid nineties with Neilan especially, and then later on with Norm. I mean, it was that's that's the sweet spot.
1: Exactly. Neilan was... I, 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 he was so dry as a fucking uh, cracker kind of The, the way he let out the lines. Well, not, you know, Mr. he'd be like... Too. And now for a different nuke, uh, look at the story. And then just turn a different angle and say the exact same story <laughs> just from a <laughs> <laughs> different way. <line. Yeah. laughs> uh, and... Kevin Nealon, I think, is one of those uh, comedians that, uh, I don't know if he always has, but nowadays when he puts out a comedy album, kind of like Jim Gaffigan doesn't do any swearing or anything. No, right? it's usually pretty clean. Which I think would be challenging as all hell. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a comedian, but and maybe you can offer some insight here, Kevin, but I feel like sometimes uh, you know, swearing is a good uh, crutch for when, you, when you need a laugh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it, it adds a little, as Richie Redding aptly said in season seven. It, it gives it a little stank, but you can't go over it, abuse abuse it without having stank on that. You have to have a reason for saying fuck. Like you can say fuck, but it, it just should be for the sake of. Otherwise, you're going to turn people off, and it's just it's just not needed. So
2: right.
0: yes, uh, and yes, but I'll, I'll say that. Yes, but
2: mm. I can see that. So yeah. the show, do you guys do traveling around to different comedy clubs, like across that's the
0: goal. states? Or? I mean, that's a, The goal from the jump was doing like an American Idol-esque tour. You know, you go around the country, you know do the show there, see the local town in that town, or just take a traveling showcase of winners. Again, I, I want to do both of those things. Uh, may, for one, for sure, I maybe mean, if I could do both, that'd be great. But yeah, I want to do that. Uh, have I done it yet? No, we will be doing a... Uh, a live show at Levity Live in the next few months. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, they're really take it on the road. That's on, that's definitely on the agenda. And that's definitely part of the uh the new show I have in mind for uh, for the T V networks to uh hiccup to finance.
2: That's why okay, I got the big money you can start sending you out everywhere in the big bus. <laughs>
0: Bus, fuck you! I fly, uh, <laughs> I fly bus. Bus is for people with DWIs and not money. <laughs> yeah, bus. That's why I got a bus. I was, I was, you know, I didn't have my license yet.
1: The network, Beck We want or, you to stick with the same three, three panelists.
0: Airport, or you know, like a shuttle bus, you know, but not, uh, not a bus. Bus. Go Greyhound. Not for Kevin. Go That's for sure
1: so if they're like we need you to keep the same three uh panelists through the whole show for familiar familiarity and we need you to travel the country on a bus
0: the check better be fucking here uh, <laughs> it better be it better be a panel of just people i absolutely adore and uh, expect the fuck out of uh yeah that's for sure
1: understood understood that, yeah, that, that would be hard. I couldn't do it. A bus, no. no. Fuck that. Yeah. I am. I do not travel well, at all. At all. Like six hours in the car is like about
0: my limit. Mm-hmm. That's when I start to fucking crash. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> let me the hell out. Yeah. No. I'm on a. I'm on a plane. I did a. I was in Europe. My God. It's gonna be ten years come May. My rule is. And the same thing for a train. Like at least the Euro Rails are nice. You know. But I was like, anything more than, like, five hours on a train is going to fucking fly. Like, there's no need to yeah. do, like, eight, ten hours on a train. That sucks.
1: Fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, no thank you. Uh, I did that. No way. No way. I, I I think that's probably why I haven't flown internationally yet. I can't imagine. Really? Dude. Eight
0: hours on a plane. Oh, God. But, I you know, it. it's worth it. I mean, I just, like I said, just came back from the Caymans. That's Well, that's not that bad. That's, like, three and change. Four. Four, oh, actually, four. That's uh, nothing, I mean, I'm talking like these 15 to like, like 24 I've been Hawaii, hours. i Hawaii, which is nine and a half, which is fucking worth it. I've been far, the farthest east, I guess, uh, direct flying from here is, oh, Munich, Germany. That's like 10, but listen, it's uh, it's worth it. So, yeah, I get it. You get stir crazy, load up your iPad with films. Uh, if you can sleep on a plane, God bless you. I can't, so I'm envious of anybody that does. But, uh, oh, man, it's so much lift. to you outside of this you know, country get the oh. hell out there and see it. Do it. Appreciate it. Love it.
1: I want to see it. I want to see it, but yeah, money what's, for, and what's
0: number one in your hit list. Let me hear this.
1: Uh, my international hit list. Sure. I'd like to see, uh, London. I'd like to see England.
0: I was just there in October. Great place. No homeless people. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big plus,
0: but whether or not so hot, I mean, I mean it was fine. Again, it was early October. Little nippy, I guess fifties, sixties, but great, clean, expensive as fuck though. Uh before yeah. war. Uh but I loved it. I would go back in a heartbeat.
1: Well, I'd like to see Australia too. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. that's where I wanna that'd be cool. Both
0: the list haven't been there yet. That that's that's you talk about being stuck on a plane, that's like a literally like a twenty four hour flight, I right.
1: Yep. Jeremy will probably never see Australia. <laughs> I can look at it but from Austria, afar.
0: not as far.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'll make the I'll make the uh, the leap one of these days. I'll do it. I promise I will. But so, so we just had season seven drop exactly when? It's been within the, what? Just the last few weeks or? Uh,
0: season seven came out. Believe it or not, Christmas Day by dumb luck. Uh, I just someone messaged me. Holy shit! It's on tonight. Like it's on. Uh, wow. I the a text at Christmas. I go well. I guess it is. So um, again, I was from su- very surprised. Eight's not up yet. I sent it over a month ago before I left for the Cayman Islands. So, so uh, you know, get everything lined and loaded. But uh, not up yet. But yeah, season seven came out on Christmas.
1: It was that one lone fucking Bob Cratchit worker at Amazon who hit the upload button for you <laughs> yeah. on Christmas Day?
0: You it can't until this. Listen, is- you're gonna laugh, but it takes these guys weeks because they have to go through. Make sure the subtitles match up, or the closed captioning, excuse me, matches Ooh, up. You oh also have gosh. to make sure, you know, this is the truth. This is not me being funny. They have to go through and make sure that I'm not throwing anyone, like, any, like, a random dick pic or porn clip in the middle of my show, because apparently other people <laughs> have done that.
2: So they got to sit there and watch the whole season before it goes Yeah. On? I
0: mean, it's only like an hour and 25-ish, or rather, but, yeah, they got to go through all that and, and check it all out and make sure... The broadcast quality, the video quality is up the snuff, and got the audio matches, and da 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 You can say whatever you want to, but you just can't show porno in there.
1: <laughs> wow. So our listeners uh, need to check this out at comicswatchingcomics.com and on Amazon Prime, of course. Uh, Kevin, anywhere else they should be going? Uh,
0: yeah, comicswatchingcomics.com, you can check that out, see photos. I have to update that. I'm very lazy. Uh, <laughs> but there's <laughs> photos behind the scenes clips, Instagram. You can see each comic doing a minute each uh, just of them for Instagram uh, videos, Twitter, at comics watching, like I said, to vote. Uh, you want to nominate a panelist? Great. Do you want to sound off and say, hey, I love your choice winner for season seven or season eight or one or two, or hey, you guys missed the fucking marks. You know, I thought this person should have won. Sound off. I'll talk to you. Don't be an asshole, but I'll talk to you. Uh, we can have a you know Woody banter. Comics Watching Comics t-shirts for sale as well. Uh, and, yeah, so Comics Watching Comics and KevinGoathe.com, dot ecom Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that to talk to me. Uh, yeah, that's that. For
1: all the uh, shoutouts There you go And we're going to put links on, on the website Just like we have in the past And mm-hmm. uh, holler at you on uh, you know, on social media Sorry, I'm really tired I can't get the words <laughs> out Alright, all the different places we can check Kevin out And uh, Kevin, I want to thank you again for being on the show We'll put all those links up on our social media Facebook, website And uh, get it pushed out to all the people And you'll have to let us know when season eight's coming out We'll get you back on
0: Yes, I mean, it should be out any day now I mean, But I've been saying that for the last two weeks But <laughs> I will, guys, thanks again for having me I do, Again, you guys are awesome, thanks so much no, For the time at your podcast uh, Appreciate it, and uh, thanks for checking out the show
1: Well, thank you, man, we have a blast Every time you're on Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to com where you can check out Special guests,
2: listen to the show, follow us on all our social media Visit the Holly Heroes, see the Wall of Justice See some of our YouTube videos Buy some merch, become a patron Send us an email on our contacts page if you want to submit your work and be a guest. And Wizard World St. Louis is become is coming April 7th through the 9th and we want to send you so go to our sweepstakes page. Fill
1: out the form. You have till March 24th. Drawing will be 28th on the show. There it is. And if you like our little shindig of a podcast here and you'd like to show your support, head over to patreon.com forward slash Pod, and you can uh, throw $5 a month our way and get access to our Patreon-only show over there. So you can uh, support the show and get more air. There you go. All right. right. Anything else, Jack? That's it. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Collie. I'm Jack Doherty.
0: And I'm Kevin Goatee.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Whenever there's a fire in your house, be sure to get outside immediately. And once outside, get on CandarePodcast.com. Well, thanks for the tip, Blowtorch, but just one question. What about the fire? And no one is half the battle.
0: G.I. Joe!
1: The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century
2: earlier... The United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality, of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war now back to the show